the always lovely Fish B over there on the base. Fish B is still feeling optimistic? Alright, still optimistic. Bonjour amigos, welcome back, I'm only Bob, 15 minutes or less, Monday through Thursday, glad you're here. I've waited till the last possible moment uh, to record this, really, because they, they go up live at 7 o'clock my time. And uh, today is Tuesday, August 16th, 6.40 p.m. So as soon as I'm done, I gotta, you know, pick a title and upload it and, uh, real close. This is as close as we've, uh, we've ever really ran it. I was hoping to get one way or the other. Did Liz Cheney win? Did Liz Cheney lose? Odds are she's going to lose, but who knows? Maybe it will be a Kansas abortion-like surprise. And what brings a smile to your face? Like just the, uh, just the phrase of uh, Kansas abortion surprise. Maybe that should be the theme of your uh, birthday party this year. Maybe a Halloween gathering. Welcome! We invite you to our first annual Kansas abortion, whatever, whatever. Fun, fun, fun. Here's the thing on Liz Cheney, I'm, and I've been thinking about this. Her political star, even though not very popular right now, obviously, the uh, MAGA incarnation of the Republican Party, Trump's Republican Party hates Liz Cheney with everything they got because she dare speaks ill of the grand leader. How dare she? How dare she? But in the grand scheme of things where the majority of Americans are growing more and more frustrated with both Democrats and Republicans, I think she's actually in a pretty good spot going forward, don't you? I mean, if CNN carries her concession speech live, which I believe they're going to do, I mean, she wins. She wins no matter what happens if they carry it live. Her political future, in a strange way, is probably better when Liz Cheney loses. Just get her out of the rat race and bullshit and the small-mindedness that is the Wyoming Republican Party. Have you seen the woman that Liz Cheney is running against? I don't even know her name, but I've seen those eyes before. She got crazy eyes. Stone, cold, crazy eyes. The entire state of Wyoming has all of one congressional seat, two senators, one representative. They're going to go for crazy eyes. Will Casper ever be the same? That's in Wyoming, right? Will Cheyenne ever be the same? Is that in Wyoming? Political martyr is an incredible brand. And that's what she'll be when she loses. It might actually be better for her to lose. She can ask President Trump if the uh, political martyr brand pays political dividends. I believe it does. And as I think more about 2024, Raimund intended, I am not a poet nor a rapper. As you probably guessed by now. As Americans are more frustrated, maybe 2024 is, is the year that a third party or an independent may be ripe fruit. 
Now, I think usually in America, the reason we only have two parties is because each individual party doesn't get into a ton of nuance outside the kind of basic tenets of each. Because when you get right down to it, there's really only two essential political philosophies. Sometimes people wonder, Bob, why are there only two political parties? Here's why. There's essentially only two political theories of thought when you get right down to it. You have the Republicans on one side, or whatever you want to call them, a party that basically argues what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Sure, there's times when that's appropriate. And over on the Democratic side, you got what's good for the gander is good for the goose. Now, at times, for the gander and the goose and the geese, both those things are true. And in a functioning America, the push and pull of those two diametric forces actually come together quite nicely to create something called civilization. And I know people get upset about the way things are, and they want, you know, hope and change, and believe me, I'm a Barack Obama Democrat. I get that shit. But I think it's also important to understand that one of the geniuses of our system One of the geniuses of maintaining a civilization is our system is designed for change to occur very slowly. Because rapid change leads to chaos, and chaos is an enemy of civilization. I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm pro-civilization, and if you think, you know, you're not 100% on board with that, I'm going to ask the dumb question, but it's the only appropriate question. You don't like civilization? You're so fucking mad you want to rip this thing down and, you know, you let your people take it? You sure that's the way it's going to work? I'm pretty sure whatever comes after civilization, whatever the historians denote as America's post-civilization period, it's not going to be as good as this. And one of the other just genius parts of the U.S. Constitution, and and forgive me, I had a few thoughts on a piece of paper and this isn't any of them, but not only is our system designed to sustain civilization and to sustain capitalism and markets where, where, where things change slowly, it's also designed so the citizenry, excuse me, can slowly hack away in the pursuit of a more perfect union. What did Martin Luther King and Obama say? The arc of history is long, but it bends towards justice. I'm paraphrasing or or something thereabouts. As long as we keep working at it, and there will be ebbs and flows, and there will be people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, excuse me, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and there will be people like President Trump,
But over time, we're going to be okay. Optimism. We're optimistic here. And I only have 15 minutes. So with all that, maybe this year is the year that a third party or an independent may be like ripe fruit. Like maybe this is the time. Ross Perot made some noise once when I was a kid, but that was about it that I can remember ever learning about. But if we could go through a little thought experiment here, if there is like a legit third-party candidate, right? An independent or whatever. It may be Governor Hogan from Maryland, Larry. President Larry, ladies and gentlemen, Larry. It could be uh, Sununu in New Hampshire. He's a governor, Republican, but he may run as an independent, very centrist kind of fellow. But if there's a third option that's actually winning states, I had to look this up. I'm like, what happens? If no one gets 270 electoral votes, what happens? The Trump attorneys knew this. The the people that wanted Trump to remain in power, they might know this, but I had to refresh my memory. If no one gets 270 electoral college votes, you know what happens? You probably do because you're smarter than me. The vote, I mean, if you had a podcast like this, you would be speaking flawless. Listen to how bad I am. The vote goes to the U.S. House of Representatives, the 435 of them. But each one of them doesn't have an individual vote. This is where it gets weird and a little bit tricky. It comes down to these state delegations. Like if you're in a state that has seven representatives, whatever four pick, each state gets one vote as decided by the representatives. Does that make sense? So if no one gets 270 in the Electoral College, then it goes to the House of Representatives, then it gets weird. (laughs) Because each state delegation of representatives gets one vote, and the first candidate to 26 wins. That's how it would work. That's why it's a big deal for Trump in swing states electing governors and secretaries of state that if Trump loses or the candidate they want loses, rejects the electoral votes, and then the thing ends up in the House. Or depending on that state's constitution, like it will go back... If, when the electoral votes don't get certified, then the state legislature, typically the state house, uh, sends some electors. But if no one gets 270, that's the way it's going to work. First candidate to 26 wins. Strange times. Strange times. Shout out to Wyoming. You know I love you. I mean, your stretch of whatever interstate highways go through there are, have, I'm... I'm just guessing, I'm guessing world-class truck stops. World-class, some of the best. 
Places to go fishing, you're goddamn right. Places to go hunting, you're goddamn right. Do you have a nice place to stay with a view of a mountain and trees? I bet they do. I would love to go. I've just, uh, I think I drove through maybe once when I was a kid and we were driving from Washington State to Colorado. I heard something uh, weird last night. You know how we were talking about uh, Afghanistan yesterday and just, and just, and just what a God-awful tragedy that is in every single sense of the word tragedy. Just the human suffering currently happening in Afghanistan is immeasurable and incalculable and just ugly in every way. This isn't intended to be funny in any way. I, I just didn't realize this was a real thing. Maybe I knew it and forgot it because it kind of sounds familiar. But did you know under Taliban rule... If you're a dude, which apparently I meet the legal definition of, beards are mandatory. They're mandatory beards. That means that if I was to go to Afghanistan on assignment, which I'm not, (laughs) fucking not, are you kidding me? I'm not going there. But if, like, I would have to get a fake beard. This blonde hair, blue eyed, of way North NATO heritage of, of Dutch, Austrian, and British, right? Just blonde hair, blue eyes, and pale skin. I can't even grow sideburns. I can't grow a mustache. I can grow a couple whiskers on my chin that kind of change the same shape of my face just a little. That's all I can do. I would have been stoned long ago. Not, not, not the weeds, the, the, like the medieval stoning. I don't know what the punishment is, but I just assume every punishment is the worst. They would throw rocks at my face until I died or grew a beard. I wanted to tell you about getting back in the psych office today. I can tell you this. Th- this saddens me. Um, the family emergency was... an. My doctor is fine, but it was an actual family emergency, so that's uh, that's all I can say about that. But anyways, I uh, I love you lots. Like I said, we're here Monday through Thursday, fifteen minutes or less. Bring in the heat. Say adios, Fishbee.